EWN Sport presents the Pitchside Podcast with Ahmed Kaji and Michael Pedro. Welcome to another episode of Pitchside Podcast. My name is Ahmed Kaji. And I'm Michael Pedro. In this episode, we take a look at all of the varsity women's football action that will be taking place this weekend starting on the 20th, ending on the 22nd, with the final then being played as a curtain raiser for the men on the 27th. So an action-packed couple of days coming up, all from Poch. Yes, it's going to be very interesting, and uh, I'm actually surprised at how tough it's going to be for the women. They start off the games on Thursday afternoon, and uh, by Saturday afternoon, within the space of two days, we will have our finalists. It's going to be very, very tough. They will have to play three games, at least in the round robin, and then take it from there. Speaking of the round robin phases, we've got two pools. The top two in each pool qualify for the semi-finals, which will be played on Saturday. Pool A includes Free State, TUT, UJ and UKZN. Out in Pool B, Walter Sisuli University take on Tix, University of Zululand and the University of Western Cape. So some interesting matchups in those pools. The two teams for me to look out for are definitely going to be UJ and TUT. UJ, of course, because they came off the back of winning the USA tournament earlier this year. And TUT are the defending varsity women's football champions. I think we shouldn't rule out uh, the University of Pretoria in the form of Tix. They always have been a constant feature within the varsity football setup on the men and women's side uh, as well. And then looking at the University of Zululand making uh, an entrance as well as the University of KwaZulu-Natal, they never had the best tournament on the men's side. They'll be hoping to bring some pride uh, to Durban. Definitely. And one of the interesting things is that UJ will be without their captain, Tato Letsoso. That's because she's been called up to the Banyana Banyana squad for their Kosafa Cup clashes that are going to be taking place around the same time. Oh, that's absolutely amazing coming to think about it. I mean, we've seen Banyana players moving from TUT actually, Rifilwe Chane making the move uh, through to Australia, to Canberra FC. So I think very, very interesting, very excited for her. But uh, I think for the UJ team as well, they'll be hoping to adapt and uh, make sure that somebody steps up to the plate. TUT's coach earlier this year also said that Rafilwe Jane is someone that will be missed, but they will be needing someone to replace her and someone will step up. EWN Sport presents the Pitchside Podcast, weekly coverage of the Varsity Football League. Looking at the format of the Varsity Women's Football Tournament uh, taking place, they're going to be playing at least a minimum of three games in the space of uh, one and a half days. That must take quite a physical toll on each, on each of the players. Definitely. I know on me it would. I play one game and I'm buggered. So the fact that they have to play two games a day at some point mm. to be able to get through to the semis on the Saturday is really a test for their physicality and their mentality as well to switch from playing against a team who plays a particular style say in the morning to then playing on the same day a different team that could have a completely different style of play so it's going to be a real test for everybody that's involved from the coaches to the players to the backroom staff 
how everybody prepares for each game is going to be critical in who ultimately gets into the knockout stages and can make the final. I think that's also something we need to take into consideration. Speak towards concentration as well. Most players have that concentration to go for 90 or 120 minutes. You're going for 90 minutes, you're stopping for a bit, you're grabbing on for another 90. If you're in the semi-finals on Saturday, you could go through for another 90 and then a penalty shootout as well. That's going to be quite strenuous on the players. That's one of the key elements that is going to determine who is going to come out on top, who can handle that cluster of games better than the other team. And that's going to be, for me, the determining factor. Yes, you've got the likes of UJ and TUT who go into the tournament as favourites. You've got the likes of Tux and WSU, UKZN, that all want to prove themselves in the tournament. So it's ultimately who can adapt to such a tight schedule and playing so many games in such a short space of time. Speaking about that adaptation and how they're planning to do it, we caught up with some of the captains during the launch to find out exactly what their mentality is going to be like going into the weekend. My name is Duduzile Kwabe. I'm the captain of the University of Pretoria. If it's your first time like playing this tournament, it's, it's huge for most of us because you, you get the exposure now, the media, everything, so the nerves becomes a blender. If you knew, like we who have experience now, we have to like most of the time get you to the game and into the game and support you most of the time than actually like being like we want to win but then we're more reliant on having to support the new players. My name is Jablile Mazibugo and I'm the captain of TUT Ladies Football. What can I say about my team is that we have this strong bond together as a team we understand one another so there's a strong team cohesion so in most cases, we know one another and we adapted to one another, so we know each other with points and strength. So it's making us easier for the team to work together. I am Colossa Bian, captain of UKZ. The chemistry is strong. We've been the same team from last year, same team this year, so we, we're, we're a strong team. If you know what you want in life, then it's easier to make decisions. If you make good decisions, then it's an advantage for you. My name is Pindi Leshangase the captain of ladies football from University of Sunil. It will be our first time participating on this varsity football. So we're going there for experience and just to learn football. The coach is a very hard working person. Um, we have a really good relationship. Yeah, we communicate well, communication is good. Everything is just flowing. My name is Puleng and I'm the captain of UWC. So the team that we use for the Sasa League is the same team that's going to play for the Varsity Cup. So it looks great and we're ready, ready, ready. We want to win the Varsity Cup. That's our main goal. Even the coach said it, we don't have a reason to lose. It's in our hands. So if we want to take it, we will take it. My name is Tato Lutsuso. I am the captain for University of Johannesburg. Regarding preparations, I feel like we are well prepared. Um, we've prepared mentally, we've prepared physically. So I don't feel like there's a gap for us not to win. We've, we've had psychology sessions, we've had field session. Attendance has been on par, so preparations are well. I think um, regarding the fact that we just won USA, there's a high 
possibility of us doing well. My name is Zinta Maneli. I'm the captain of the, um, of the Water Sisu University. Uh, we do have some new players. Uh, we try to welcome them very well because uh, they are very new and they don't know what to do. They don't have experience as we do. So the makeup was to make them to play games, friendly games, inviting other teams to play games with so that they can get used to that. It's very frustrating because <laughs> it's very frustrating, seriously. But I managed to motivate them, to tell them that if they want to do, because they are still first years, if they, they want to stay at school and focus, they have to play sport like I do so that they can keep their minds on the board. An interesting fact about this weekend's tournament is that it's the first time the women's football tournament is going to be televised. That's a big step in the right direction in terms of growing the women's game in the country. We've said it before, often Banyana Banyana do a lot better than the men's team and don't get the same kind of recognition. All the time, just all the time. Exactly, and this is a great platform for young, talented female footballers to go out there and show the world what they're made of. I think it's Janine van Veek actually reached 150 caps for South Africa, for the South African Football Association. And she's the first South African player to do that, let alone Banyana Banyana or Bafana Bafana. I think that just bears testament to the brilliant dedication that uh, our female footballers have for their country as well. And uh, speaking towards uh, just the empowerment that women have been getting this year, I think 2018 has been uh, a great stepping stone for women. And this just shows best testament to how amazing it has been uh, for our ladies. Being sponsored, being televised, and from here it can only get better. In your next episode of Pitchside Podcast, we take a look at all of the action that took place from the Northwest University on the Potchestrom campus, where we give you all the results in Varsity Women's Football 2018. By then, we'll know who's going to be in the final and who's going to be the curtain raiser for Vits against TUT on Thursday. Remember to follow at EWN Sport on Twitter and use the hashtag PitchsidePodcast to get all the latest updates from the women's tournament. to speed with the best weekly coverage of Varsity Football with the Pitchside Podcast. Subscribe now via your favorite podcast app.